As a college student getting ready to graduate, I felt the stress of having to find a career and settle down and just have it all figured out. So I set out on a journey to find my perfect career. Instead, I found a ton of other people who still don't have it figured out and are doing incredible things in their careers and in their fields. Join me as we meet these individuals who have had great success, some planned and some not, but each agreeing on one simple aspect. Life's short, so don't rush. All right, today's guest is Amy Valiani. Now, this is kind of a cool interview because we've been talking about doing this for a while, and it's perfect timing because you recently just got back from a pretty cool event. Do you want to tell people about that a little bit? Um, Sure, yeah. So um, it was the People's Choice Awards. Uh, They were held at uh, Airline Hangar at Santa Monica Airport. Um, I, it's probably the sixth or seventh time I've done the People's Choice Awards and I handled the green rooms they say where people wait to perform um, and to present and then I handled the rehearsals uh, on the Saturday that the presentation was on Sunday rehearsals are on Saturday Um, Saturday was about a 22-hour day um, and then Sunday's a piece of cake because they just want to collect their awards and go party. Nice. So your current position is your director of events at Let Fly, but you've had many other jobs coming from California. What are some of the jobs that you've done previously in California, not just People's Choice Awards, but other things like that? Uh, yeah. So um, with all the awards programs, the circuit of awards programs, um, I had the luck of um, working, starting work with Wolfgang Puck Catering and events, probably... 20, 20 years ago, and they handle the Oscars, the Grammys, um, pretty much any high-profile event that is held in Los Angeles. So, except for the Golden Globes, because that's a a Beverly Hilton thing. Okay. <laughs> so you've had some like interesting meetings with celebrities, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, a ton of meetings with celebrities, many of whom I did not know who they were. Really? So I don't watch TV and I don't go to the movies. Which I, which is good for me in the position of running green rooms for celebrities because I treat everybody as a VIP because I really, um, I've had a few conversations here and there where I haven't known who the person was and they're holding something like an Oscar and I say, what do you get the Oscar for? Yeah. And they say, oh, it was best picture or director and i don't know who that person is if you got names that you can like Uh, can you name drop anything um let's see um uh brad pitt and vince vaughn are the tallest actors i've ever met so most of the time as a five nine woman i am taller than most every actor i've ever met tom cruise okay you met Tom Cruise? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, the, all of those guys, you know, Ethan Hawke. Um, there's, yeah, the, uh, it's funny, the perception people have of these of these people, where they're very nice. They're Most of them are very, uh, very polite and, and, and thankful for having someone there that's taking care of what they need at that point in time. Um, many of them, it's their first time maybe at an Oscars or Grammys, um, and they're nervous. And so to have something, you know, we have, the main thing was always getting what they w- would request 
um, and it's very calming for them. So, um, and I pretty much am there as the hospitality person mainly, and they're all, they've all really, I, I don't have a horrible, rude story about anyone. I'll be honest. That's interesting. You yeah. like celebrities and sometimes you do hear that. Well, I know. And, and I think sometimes uh, a lot of those stories are very much embellished um, because, you know, sensationalism sells. Yeah. That's all there is to it. So. Yeah, that's just, it's, it's a very interesting like career path. So how did you get into that area of hospitality? And then. Well, um, so when I went to school at University of Nebraska and uh, got my degree in PR and communications because um, I had no clue what I was doing. So that was the easiest route. Absolutely. Uh, between the ages of 18 and 22, I probably, I thought I was going to be a, a fashion buyer for J.C. Penney or Dillard's or Bon Mar. And then, then I thought I was going to journalism and that just involved too many classes to take at the time. And then I ended up in PR and communications. Um, as my father says, cause I've always been talking. Um, and I, he's right. So, so, but during college, I worked as a server in a restaurant. So I kind of got that whole handle down. Um, I think anybody in any position anywhere uh, should spend a semester or six months working in a restaurant because you get absolutely everything you need to know about the general American public from that bit of time. Yeah, no, I could, could not agree with you more. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I can always tell people who've never worked in the hospitality industry because most of them are rude assholes. Sorry. <laughs> I still so, agree. No, the, I actually, I, I agree. <laughs> Personal experience, but so going from Nebraska, how do you end up in California? So, I mean, you're Midwest yeah. and then you go in California and you're working these major events with top name celebrities. Yeah, okay. How does that, how does that transition? How do you get into that? Well, it, it's kind of funny. Um, so I got out to Los Angeles, um, um, my roommate in college, she was from Pasadena, okay. and she went to school in Nebraska uh, because her mother had gone there. So she and um, so we are still friends to this day. Um, and um, so I get out there, and um, I am trying to find a job. And I it was my first. Um, I learned about liquor promotions, and <laughs> and so. I became a Jaegermeister girl as my first job in Los Angeles, and it was better money than any regular job. <laughs> so for people who don't know what that is, can you give a little bit of a so, short explanation? Oh, yeah. So um, I got to wear like a Jaeger t-shirt and shorts and um, and then give people tastes of Jaegermeister um, and try to get them to buy full shots and, you know, get them to drink Jägermeister. It's really d a difficult position. <laughs> and then you transition that uh, yes. to catering. So, um, yes. So I, um, on the side, was just kind of helping out um, a restaurant and a catering company, uh, just a local one in the South Bay, which was Hermosa Beach and Manhattan Beach. And um, um, with mutual friends going out and, you know, having some fun, I met... Um, uh, a guy by the name of Mark, and he at the time was a chef of Spago restaurant, uh, which was the hoity toity celebrity hangout, uh, and of course, of which I knew nothing about whatsoever. Um, 
as far as I was concerned, it was the cook. Yeah. It's cute, but, you know, it's a cook. So then <laughs> the first time he he invited me to come to the restaurant and he said, I'll get off at like 10 and then we can we can go out. And I'm like, sure. So it was up on Sunset Avenue in Hollywood. And um, and so I walked in and the original Spago restaurant is all done in mauve with like white patio chairs and mauve tablecloths. It was very, Fancy. very, very in for the early 90s. And um, I just aged myself so much right now. Um, and, uh, I'm sitting at the bar and I'm thinking to myself, this, this place is so ugly. And then the bartender was like, Hey, are you waiting for a table? I said, no, Mark, I'm, I'm meeting Mark here. And he goes, Oh yeah. he told me you were coming. What, what would you like? Um, what would you like to drink? It's on us. And I said, I will have a Bud Light and a shot of Jägermeister. And neither of which they had at Pago. Go figure. <laughs> and he was a little surprised, and I was like, all right, well, then I'll have a light Zinfandel. Because, you know, I was, that's how cool I was. Yeah. And um, so they essentially, they didn't even have white Zinfandel in the menu. They, oh, they yeah, oh, yeah, no. Because they, they, they knew more than I did at that point. About oh, yeah. So, uh, so anyhow, I think I ended up having a margarita or something. And then um, I'm sitting there, and um, I, 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 and, uh, Sitting down the bar from me is um, Cindy Crawford uh, uh, with someone, wait, and they're having a drink. And then Prince walked in with his posse. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's not something you see every day. No, not, <laughs> not, certainly not in a mob restaurant, I wouldn't think. And I thought to myself, well, ooh, maybe I should be a little more open minded. And then thus, uh, Mark, um, I, I meet Wolfgang Puck, who owns Spago, and yeah. Mark was the chef of, uh, of this location. Because at this point, Wolfgang Puck had five restaurants in the LA area. Okay. And um, and so that, we, you know, became friends first, uh, um, all of us. Um, well, Mark and Wolf were friends. And then um, Mark eventually became my husband. <laughs> That's such a cool story. I mean, it's great. It's, it's really crazy, though, just going from Nebraska and then meeting your husband and having that. I know. Completely, like, 180 almost your life. And, yeah. Completely. Put you on the path that you're on now. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's funny, you know, because very quickly I learned that a chef is at, is different from a cook. Yeah. But, you know, Wolf always said, you know, I'm just a cook. And then, you know, wine, which tends to, all people get all nervous if they don't know anything about wine. And I was absolutely like that as I started to go to things with Mark or events that Wolf was putting on. The fact that I obviously knew nothing about yeah. wine. Um, and, you know, it it made me feel really good one day when somebody said, you know, just remember, um, winemakers are farmers. They're farming great. Yeah. And um, and it's it's what you like. There's no right or wrong. But sometimes people get so caught up in not wanting to do or say the wrong thing when really there you can't do or say the wrong thing because yeah. it's based on your own personal taste. So yeah. so I got into this whole situation where the what I learned was absolutely, it's, I'm still learning every single day. So, and it just kind of snowballed into, you know, um, uh, this whole, the California cuisine and American cuisine and, and the influx of the Pan-Asian cuisine. And it was really much it, the start of the great American melting pot of food that we have now. Yeah. Because I remember moving from here when I was done with school and I think there was one sushi restaurant in Omaha 
And now there's... Yeah, and now they're everywhere. So, yeah, so it's... And I think with the Food Network, uh, that that made that closed in the coast because it used to be oh you know there's not maybe dallas maybe kansas city mm-hmm. but kansas city was like barbecue and all the great restaurants are on the coast but we've got these amazing restaurants here in omaha now and i think it's because everybody's yeah. being educated yeah it's so much easier to obtain now too absolutely absolutely so i want to go back for a second then because you went to school in nebraska for pr <laughs> when you were in high school and you were in college what was what was your dream job? Like, what did you think your life would end up looking like? Goodness. Um, well, I, I think, well, my dad wanted, you know, with a PR and communications degree to go into marketing. Yeah. Um, at, you know, your, your nine to five job, which from my parents' generation to me, to your generation, um, I, I think the, the box has been torn down. Um, I think obviously COVID also, you know, with the, you know, mm. go to work. And I, I think it's had everybody kind of reassess. Do you want to get it? First and foremost, I think it's absurd that we ask people from the age of 18 to 22 to declare a major or decide what you want to do the yeah. rest of your life because you, you don't have the life experience. You don't know. Yeah, I like to say still to this day of my age, a little over, little over forty. I'm just gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like to say, even at my age right now, I still am trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. And because every you learn every day, and every day, you know, if you're if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you're miserable, and you don't do anything about it because you think, well, I went to school for this, and this is what I'm doing right now, and so I have to keep doing it, but you're miserable, mm-hmm. then. The, is that what you want your life to be? Yeah, I think there's this, I think like, especially for myself, like going into getting ready to graduate in a year and looking back now when I was looking at universities, I was going for teaching and I'm, that's nowhere near where I'm now. Yeah. And when you're in high school, you think like you have to have it figured out. And then even now looking at like, I have a degree, I have to have a minor, like I got to start finding jobs in that career field. And And then you hear stories like yours where, your PR and advertising, and then you wind up in California and you're running hospitality and running all the major events for celebrities. I mean, it's, it's crazy what life is like, and life will decide for you. Uh, yes, absolutely. Life decides for you. And I think, um, I think sometimes um, we get so caught up um, in looking forward that we don't enjoy the moment that we're in. Yeah. And I think uh, that's probably um, a regret that I've had um, from great places that I've been, but I've been so worried about what I need to do next that I haven't enjoyed the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So the last thing I'm going to have for you, this is kind of, I feel like you just kind of gave it, but what would be, what's the biggest piece of advice you think you can take away from your personal experiences to give the people getting ready to graduate, not just high school, but college trying to figure out. Well, yeah. you know what? I would say first and foremost, you enjoy this moment because you know what? It's, it's freaking phenomenal. Look at what you've done. Look what you've accomplished. And whether or not you you get your degree right now in marketing and then tomorrow you're, um, I don't know, painting, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just about, it's about living. You know, and so, you know, I had everything all figured out, lined up, um, everything, had my plan, my planner, all that. You know, you can plan and plan and plan. 
and like life, life will prioritize itself for you. Um, so our kids, my husband and I are married. My, um, he's, uh, he had just uh, done a job for PepsiCo uh, as a corporate chef and advisor, and he uh, created the Doritos Locos Taco. Oh, okay. Yes. Of which that's you. Yeah. Yeah. So he and uh, yeah, everyone always asks, "Well, was he stoned?" And he was not. So, um, but yeah, he he figured out. He's like, "Why don't we just do this?" Because PepsiCo had a contract with Taco Bell. Yeah. And so he presented it, and. Um, as the first thing he did. So then unfortunately he was diagnosed about a year later with ALS and our kids were 16, 13 and 10. And then he passed away. Uh, it was a very quick, aggressive um, disease that the case that he had and, um, and the taco um, was was introduced to the public um, two months after he died. Wow. So he never saw it, but but he left his mark on the whole. He left his mark. And, but you know what? He, I look back sometimes now and I get, he was always, he was living in the moment and enjoying things. And, you know, I, I was always like, don't wind the kids up before they go to bed or, um, you know, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. And, you know, it just now, it, I regret that I was always worried about that. And, um, and so now I, uh, I just try to look at everything and try to enjoy it as much as I can because you, you, you are never guaranteed anything you plan for ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, I think it's really funny that like, if I've ever asked my parents like graduating, like it, they, I feel like parents are very big on like, figure out what you wanna do and have it ready. But then if I've asked my grandparents, like the piece of advice that I got was, you know, don't rush your life. Like that moment's gonna be gone like that. that yep. I, so it's, it's a complete 180 from your parents to your grandparents, but yeah. as I've gotten, and I'm nowhere near their experience, you out of it, and and that's not aging you. That's just like uh, I, the stories I've told. It's been 15 years since college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think now that I look back on all these things, I'm like, I was so set on this, and then yeah. where I am now, no. So I think it's a big thing. Like you really don't need to rush and living in the moment, and so that's why I love the advice that you gave. Yeah, no, I that's absolutely what I'd say, and and you know I see these. I mean, my daughter's 23 and she's getting her uh, engineering degree. And I, she's the only one that puts pressure on herself. And I'm constantly like, you need to chill out. Yeah. You're in college, you know, you're just go have some fun. Yeah. And, um, and you know what? If you need to take another semester of college, then do it. Yeah. It just, yeah, she needs to enjoy it so much because I'm like, you're going to, get out and then boom here comes adulting and no matter and no matter what you're doing you you, know, you want to live in an apartment you you know want to party with your friends you want to do this and, and then all of a sudden you've got these bills that you're like shit yeah right? yeah <laughs> but but i'm not saying then then start working and don't live your life you know what just have some moderation yeah exactly. you can handle anything you don't have to do anything over the top um, or, but you don't have to lie on the couch all day and be like, oh, woe is me. What am I going to do with my life? Because mm -hmm. guess what? Most people don't have a clue. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's, I could not agree more. And that was like a big thing for me starting this podcast was not only just, you know, getting ready to graduate and feeling like the need, like, I got to figure this out. I got to have this job. And then kind of taking a step back and being like, you know, I really don't. No, like, you don't. 
looking back from where I was in high school and even my first two years at a junior college, I thought I was going to be at Northern Iowa doing teaching. And now I'm in Omaha going for communication, which is not the same at all. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think that this was such a cool podcast with you and the stories that you've told and, and the advice that you give is so ideal. And I completely agree with. Uh, well, thank you, Brandon. I felt like my own yeah no we'll just show them the podcast and see what advice they can take from it <laughs> well i appreciate you asking me to be on and uh, you know what i like anything i'd like to uh, people that are younger you guys you have your whole world in front of you so yeah enjoy it you have to enjoy it yeah do you want do you have anything to say to people like to plug your social medias or anything where they can find you online or you know she's still doing event creating. it may not be the people's choice awards but how do yeah. people reach out to you oh my gosh well i'm i let it fly and i you know if anybody wants to reach out and ask me any questions i mean i certainly probably won't have the right answers but i'll <laughs> but i'll try and answer and they can do that for sure yeah um i i have an instagram and a tiktok but i'm not so great at those yeah but i'm learning um from my young kids that work with me. Still learning every day, right? <laughs> yes, learning every single day. So yeah, so um, my email at Letterfly is K-A-Y-M-E at LetterflySportsBar.com. So, I mean, throw it out there. I'll see what, if, I, if there's anything I can say or help with. Yeah. But no, no promises. <laughs> yeah. No, this is so good. I'm so glad that you did this. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kane. All right, thanks, Bart. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Don't Rush Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find us. And join us next time as we continue our journey.